I forgot my computer. <laughs> Dear God. I feel so What are you going to do? Like, I feel like everyone's looking at they me. They can see your, your fit now. No, you know what I feel like? I feel like a newscaster. Yeah. Reporting live. This yeah. is Taryn Renee with unsolicited advice. <laughs> Coming back from the break, we will enter into our Taryn It Up segment. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, I actually, I don't mind it. It's nice. No, for you. It's nice being able to see you. Okay, well, I asked you to join me, well, and you our, said no. Our, our, well, I can't. <laughs> I cannot. I need my computer in front of me because it has all my thoughts, and I take notes and all those things. I feel so, itchy within myself. You're just very uncomfortable I'm right very now. uncomfortable. If you guys want to see Taryn very uncomfortable, you should check out our YouTube channel because all of our episodes are recorded. I don't know if you guys knew that. Stop making, hitting the table. What do I usually do with my hands? I think they usually sit behind your laptop. Yeah. You're, guys, this is priceless. You really should. I hate this. Check out the YouTube this. video okay. on this episode. Okay. It's worth it's worth the watch for sure. Let's just go. Let's this just is, go. This is it. Let's yeah. go. We are we going. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Um, hey, how are you doing, Taryn? 
Not well. It doesn't seem like it. Not well. Catch us up. What's going on? Um, let me think. I'm. I mean, life is pretty good. It's pretty mellow right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, like you know, when you're in between. Like, I feel like I, I, like, processed all my surgery stuff and I'm good now. Mm-hmm. But then it's not happening for, like, a while still. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm just in this weird in-between, like, where you're, like, waiting till your vacation comes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's but like not a, a fun vacation. Yeah, it's Vacation is yeah. not a good example. I, I have, like, butterflies when I think of it. And I'm just, I'm choosing to feel like I it's would, exciting butterflies. <laughs> I would more so equate it to, like, you're studying for the SATs, and the SATs are a ways away, but you know you... Yeah, and you're like, I'm not going to stress about it, so yeah, it's here. That's but, how I... You know, yeah. that's what so I So I feel like life's been very, like, I think mellow. I've been, I mean, like, weirdly in a good place mentally Building right now. a lot of Legos. Yeah. Maybe that's why. <laughs> it's a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've been doing a lot of Legos. I've been Getting hanging out with a lot of friends. For six days straight. I got dressed. Um, yeah, I feel like I've been very intentional about like being in a good place because uh-huh. I think sometimes we think it's all mental work, but it's not. So like even like physically, you can do things to like help yourself get out of a funk. Like for me, it was I'm gonna like commit to getting dressed in an outfit every day, and like it was hard, but it also weirdly helped. Uh, yeah, makes perfect at. sense to me. So I think that's it. Uh, we're going to Vegas this weekend. <sighs> yeah. It's yeah, going to be <laughs> rough. I haven't been to Vegas since I've been in my 30s. Yeah, you know, uh, me neither, I guess. Well, have we? I don't think I have. No, I guess the last time I went was actually I was. I'm so sorry. I went was earlier I this year, but it wasn't that kind of a thing. It was oh, like yeah, a yeah. it was like a event thing yeah yeah yeah. um one of our dear friends is getting married next year and get this guys get this of this is like the dream wedding invitation yeah her wedding is in florence and it's not even just like a random girl that's getting married in italy it's a wedding photographer who has shot multiple weddings Uh in italy and not only does she have all of the connects from being a photographer who shot weddings in Italy and has been multiple times just because she's a little travel crazy, um, but she has a cousin who works at a venue in Italy and also has connects, and he's been out there for years. Yep. So this is the ideal situation. This is like the 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 person that you, the wedding you've always wanted to be invited oh, it's to. It's going to be a movie. Is happening yeah. next year. We're all very very excited, but her bachelorette party is this weekend and it's in Vegas and it is going to be Absolutely wild. Insane. Am I prepared? No. No. I have already started the hydration train in preparation for <laughs> yeah. this weekend. Like I'm keeping it clean. I've been Ooh. working out every day. I've been trying to pound water because I'm gonna be so dehydrated Dude, this weekend. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be rough. Rough. She like every minute of every day is planned and beyond extra. Mm-hmm. So um it's gonna be it's gonna be intense. My tattoo sleeves came in. My tattoos came too. Well, mm-hmm. okay, so why we got tattoos. Yeah, let's clarify. One of the nights, the theme for how to dress is dress your type. So all it's going to be this group of like, how many of us is there? There's like 24 girls. Yeah, like 24. It's the biggest like, party. Hot, beautiful, 
in their prime Ladies. women, you know, and we're all going to go out dressed as men, <laughs> our type. So I'm wearing like a matching Nike sweatsuit mm -hmm. with like a hat and then I'm going to have like tattoos on like my neck and my hands. Mm -hmm. And then, do you want to say what you're? Dressing? I I think I'm I'm trying to figure out the bottom still. I think I'm just gonna wear like black sweatpants. Yeah. Um. And I was going to wear an Aviator Nation shirt or hoodie, and then um my boyfriend's aloe hat because he wears it constantly. Yeah. Um. He's part of his brand as just a human being is all of his tattoos. So yeah. I ordered those like cheap tattoo sleeves because <laughs> he has a pretty much a full sleeve yeah. on one arm. The other one has just a few. So I tried to find like all black tattoo sleeves and they only came in like packs of 12. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so I was like, you know what? I'm sure someone else's guy yeah, has yeah, yeah. something similar. So I'm just going to bring them all and give them yeah. to everyone to use. But um, no, I picked out the one be... I'm going to use last night. <laughs> It's going to be crazy. Like, a lot of the girls are getting, like, wigs, um, uh -huh. facial hair. Are you doing like, anything like that? I was going to maybe draw a beard, but. I think I might draw on, draw on like, stubble. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I'm going to get a wig because I'm wearing a hat. So I think I'm just going to, like, pin my hair up. Yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be so. Because, like, nobody's going to look sexy. Because even no. if you're going to wear black sweatpants, like, you can't wear cute form-fitting ones. They have no. to be like crazy And I can't wear crazy like, sweatpants with heels is the vibe. But no. like in chunky sneaks yeah. is, <laughs> it's just, it's very interesting. I've never done anything like this. Part of me is like, part of me hates it because no one, I don't know, fun, the part of the fun of Vegas and being female, if you are a listener, let me, let me clue you in on this. <laughs> Free drinks Vegas. is a real thing. And getting into clubs for free is a real thing. Yeah. As long as you dress the part. Like the the code <laughs> is look sexy, you will get free drinks and you will get into places for free. Not when you look like a dude. Yeah. So will we have fun? Yes. Is will it gonna be pay a for riot? Everything ourselves? That night, that one night is gonna be interesting. But I, I will say, like, there was one time me and my group of friends dressed as the Sons of Anarchy crew. Uh -huh. And we all were so, like, I was Jax Teller. Like, we went hard. Mm -hmm. And we were in San Diego, and it was during Halloween, and, like, all the girls are in, like, pay season nothing, right? Yeah. We got so much more attention than everyone because, like, all the guys thought it was so cool. Yeah. So I feel but like we could. did you look still, like, feminine? Like, was your hair and makeup still done? I mean, <laughs> slightly but I was I'm wearing like leather jacket with like a beard drawn on my face <laughs> but I think the shock factor I think we'll <laughs> yeah. get it like yeah. and any guy that I would be interested in would think it was funny I mean so yeah. I'm still I'm still hoping to get some <laughs> connects in the, the love department well you know I have high hopes for Saturday yeah <laughs> I have zero hopes what for Friday. What if I only get hit on the night that I'm dressed on as a Friday. dude? <laughs> that is, I'm going to have to rethink We'll have to unpack that life. later if that's, yeah. what, if that's <laughs> what happens. Um, but we are very, very excited. It's going to be so much fun. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. I have to pack tonight because yeah. we leave tomorrow. Rough. Do you have anything else you need to update on? Oh, oh wait, yeah. yeah. You know, I had... Well, okay, Tell couple of things, couple of things. One, uh, today is mine and my boyfriend's one year, which is Woo! crazy. Ow! Feels like I just met him. Uh, it went by so fast, and but we're very excited. But then also it feels like you've been with him forever. I know. It's, it's like really, a weird. It's a weird, like, 
emotion. Um, but very, very excited. Also, he doesn't know because I booked a, I booked us a reservation at Yamashiro. If you guys have never been to L.A., or are planning to come to LA. It's this really dope, very old Japanese restaurant in the Hollywood Hills. I, it's so, so, so good. It has a beautiful view of downtown mm-hmm. and just like the city in general. Um, and he's never been. So I booked a reservation there for tonight and he doesn't know. Cute. Um, so very excited about that. Um, I came in like bothered today because I had an appointment this morning at like 9 30. And it was in Pasadena. And I was like, you know what? I can, that's that's an easy drive. I wake up, says it's going to take an hour. And I was like, an hour to get to Pasadena? So I'm like rushing. I didn't eat. I like threw on clothes and then tried to get like fully ready because I was coming straight from there like to here. Um, so I wanted to be podcast ready. So then I finally get there. I'm running late. I'm just like a hot mess. I finally finish. And I'm coming on my way back and I'm like typing in the address to get back and it says an hour still and I'm like what is up with traffic today there must have been an accident like something must be really wrong and then um I like scroll down a little bit more to see if there were any other options and I noticed that somehow avoid highways was turned on and I could have gotten to my appointment in probably 20 (laughs) 25 minutes tops and it took me an hour you were just I driving through side streets. streets. Yeah. Wow. I literally went all the way around. It was crazy. Yeah. You've recovered though. Yeah. But in other news, I found a podcast that I like. On your drive? Yeah. Uh, it's called Obsessions Wild Chocolate. What does that mean? And it's this guy who is just obsessed with chocolate and he decides to go on an adventure to find the purest form of cacao. And it's in like, I forget where but like somewhere in Africa like just like middle of nowhere and his whole adventure to find it and he's an excellent storyteller and it's really good there literally is a podcast for everything I mean yeah we really got in at a good time yeah we really we've been around I feel like everyone's starting podcasts we're established they wish they're as cool as us yeah they really do Mm -hmm. um amazing well I think that's all obsessions wild chocolate check it out wild chocolate (laughs) We're start picturing us as men. I can't wait to like take photos. Yeah. I bet I'm just gonna look like my brother, which is unfortunate, <laughs> but today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, Thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I am very excited because I have a very good tearing it up. Ooh. I read it, found it last night, and just giggled the whole time. It was so funny and very cute. So here we go. Oh, do you want to explain what a tearing it up is, Taryn? Yeah. It's um, basically we have a segment where we read embarrassing, funny stories, and then we all laugh together. Do we need to continue to explain them? I feel like no, but also, I mean, I guess if new people are here. Oh, yeah. But, you know. Just thoughts. Just thinking out loud. I don't think we need to. If you to. don't think we need to explain them anymore, let us know. Everyone's like, please stop. They're like, we know. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. Um, hey, Taryn and Ash. I am so obsessed with your pod, especially the October series. And yes, I'm one of those people who listens to podcasts at the gym. I personally think listening to good slash deep conversations is a better escape or distraction from literally dying during a workout than music is, but to each their own. I mean, I completely disagree, but yeah, again, like she said, yeah. to each their own. I need I need some hot slamming bass in my ear. If there is not a Why bass keeping tempo so for weird. me, my tempo will fall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm strolling because I could listen to a podcast during a stroll. Not a, not a sprint, not a run, <laughs> not a any. Yeah, you get it. Anyways, continuing. Anyway, I want to get right into this funny story because it was so awkward and I'm still recovering. My name is Liz and feel free to share it. Hey, Liz. Hey, girl. So I recently joined a new gym and it has a bunch of high tech fancy equipment that I'm not really used to. Lately, I have been loving cardio on the treadmill with the pre-recorded workouts that they have stored on the machines. Eventually, I found out that I could connect my headphones to the treadmill through the Bluetooth so that I could hear the trainer on the screen and follow along. I took my headphones off and put them in pairing mode trying to get them to connect, but it didn't seem to work. I got tired of messing with it, so I said whatever and started the workout anyways. I continued playing your podcast through my headphones, but it was not nearly loud enough, so I just figured my very old Beat Solo wireless had finally stopped working. I finished my 34-minute interval run and took my headphones off to head to the locker room, but I could still hear your podcast playing. Not just playing, but playing loudly and very clear. Over the gym speakers for all to hear. Yes, you heard that correctly. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Ha, wait. <laughs> it's just so funny. It's so funny. Like, what are the odds? Not another treadmill next to her, but the main gym How speakers. How does that even happen? Their, their system must have some kind of Bluetooth linking system that isn't locked. Like, it must be public. Oh, uh, my gosh. Wait, so everyone just had to listen to us talk? <laughs> I hope it was, like, a really weird episode, too. 
she continues, frantic and confused. I started messing with my headphones, trying to figure out what was happening and how to get it off. I finally figured out that my phone had somehow gotten connected to the gym's Bluetooth speakers when trying to pair my headphones with the treadmill. I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't know that was possible no, either. I didn't either. But clearly, maybe it was like a newer gym and they just hadn't had that issue yet. But also, like, none of the staff cared. They were just like, oh. Well, they probably, like, once it's... Oh, true. Like, you would think they could just, like, turn maybe it off. we just caught their interest right away and they were like... Mm, they were like, what's going to happen? Listen, who are these chicks? I wonder what they're going to say. <laughs> Dang, should we get sponsored by the gym? I mean, that would be that would be it. Hit us up. 24. <laughs> 24 hours. Fitness. <laughs> I was like, what's the name? <laughs> Anyways, I was literally so embarrassed, but tried to play it cool because everyone, and I mean everyone, was looking around trying to figure out what was going on and who had messed up. LOL. I could not let everyone know that it was my spooky podcast about a web ca- webcam stalker playing oh. nice and loud for my entire gym to enjoy. <laughs> webcam stalker. That was a good one, that too. That was a scary that one. That was yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah. So you know everyone was probably like, wait, what's, ha- what's happening? I would have been, yeah. And she said it went for 34 minutes straight. Wow. That's like a f- almost a full episode. That's cool. She continues, I still have no clue how this happened or why an employee didn't come and turn it off. And I'm too terrified to try to connect to those stupid technology advanced machines ever again. I'm literally traumatized. Although at least it wasn't an episode about boy drama or periods. Then I quite literally would have moved to a different gym. Well, actually, she wouldn't have to. She would have just had to play it cool. Yeah. As long as no one knows it was you. There's no embarrassment. You just have to like look around too, (laughs) acting like... Who is that? What's going on? Inconvenient. (laughs) Hope you got a good laugh at this free promo from me. LOL. But I love you guys and your content. Keep being amazing. Your faithful listener, Liz. Wow. P.S. Here is a technology-related dad joke that I got a kick out of. Hit me with it, Ash. What did the man do when his Nintendo match ended in a tie? I don't know. He asked for a Wii match. Thank you, Liz, for the dad joke. We love a good dad joke. We do? We do. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. Listen, guys, we couldn't have a dad joke on every episode for the last three years and not be able to say that we love dad jokes. I still think you just secretly hate it so much. Oh, I think I've made that clear. (laughs) So you can't say we. Well, it's our podcast, is it not? We're like the parents that we, we make parenting decisions together and then fight about it in secret. Yeah. Love that. Love mm-hmm. that for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let me freaking read from my phone. You'll be fine. Like a peasant. <laughs> I hate this so much. I feel so – I keep like um, cowering, you know, behind my mic. It's like hunching? Weird. Yeah, it's just weird. I feel like or do I always do in, that? I was, um, I, uh, yeah, nothing different. Okay, cool. All right. This story is titled, Am I the Bad Guy? Ooh. It's a little lengthy. Could be, could not be. We'll yeah. let you know at the end. Yeah. So uh, buckle up. Okay. All right. I'm going to try to read fast. Taryn and Ashley. I love it. <laughs> Usually it's like, hey, Taryn, hey, Ashley, but this is like addressed like a letter, you yeah. know, like Taryn and Ashley, comma. Mm-hmm. I love the... 
grammatically correct ones. (laughs) How are you guys? Well, we're okay. Rewind (laughs) to the beginning (laughs) if you want an update. Uh, First off, I would like to tell you guys that I absolutely love your podcast and look forward to it every week. You guys are truly special. Thank you for what you guys do for us. For this story, I would like to remain anonymous, but you guys can know my name. Got it. In case you wanted to know. I wonder if they can ever hear that. I'm hoping Michaela. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) You know, do what you got to do, Michaela. Um, I'm an Enneagram 9. (gasps) My people. But... Two was a close second. Hmm. Still my people. She's our child. (laughs) (laughs) If Taryn and I had a kid, it would be you. Yeah. (laughs) You lucky duck. Yes. Um, She did give a trigger warning that she goes into a little bit of grooming and toxic relationships. So with any of our stories, if you feel like you can listen to it and talk about advice or listen and participate in the discussion, obviously we would love you to be here and we try to always talk about hard topics in a very like gentle way Mm -hmm. but if that's something that triggers you then obviously use your judgment for that um I I apologize in advance because unfortunately there's a lot of backstory to my current situation my story starts four years ago I was a sophomore in high school and on a month-long vacation with some family in Mexico on this vacation I met a family friend that lived in the city we were visiting This guy was significantly older than me, but as a boy-crazy teenage girl, I was immediately crushing on him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had a crush on, like, everyone when I was little. But if she's a sophomore in high school, how old are you? Sophomore? 15. 14, 15. So significantly older. I'm assuming Sophomore, you get your permit. So 15. Yeah. I thought he was so cute, but really, that was it, as we didn't even speak each other's languages. However, while in Mexico, he started to reciprocate some flirting. This is the first ick of the story. Fast forward, and I was back in the U.S. and didn't think anything would come of this innocent crush I had in Mexico. To my surprise, we started chatting here and there on Facebook Messenger. Here and there quickly became FaceTiming every day. No, literally, we talked so much that I am now fluent in Spanish. Oh. We talked for three years, and he quickly got his- Three years? Yeah. His grasp on me. I was now in love with him. I mean, how exciting and flattering that a grown, quote-unquote, mature man would like me. Mm -hmm. He would make me promises of how he was waiting for me, that he loved me, he wanted to get married, etc. This love, quote-unquote- was accompanied by a lot of control. I missed out on quite literally every high school experience because I was scared of the conflict that would arise in this relationship. This mixed with my severe social anxiety. My ignorant bliss completely flipped on its head when one day he gave me his Facebook password to help him with something in his account. This was a year in. Glad to help, I got into his Facebook to find numerous explicit messages and countless women proving that he was most definitely participating in a life I wasn't aware of. To say I was heartbroken was an understatement. However, his claws in me were too deep, and after a pathetic apology, I stupidly forgave and continued on. He loved me after all. At least, that's what he made me believe. It was two more years and a couple of repetitions of this cycle later when I finally flew out to Mexico on my 18th birthday to start dating him in real life. This was August 2021. Oof. 
I had forgiven him each time I caught him in these lies and betrayals, and to say that it was all bad would be a lie. We had good times. He felt like my best friend. I would confide in him for everything and always look to him when I needed a good laugh. Dating in person felt magical. Finally, we could start living out the many fantasies I had about our life that I created in my head. Two months in, I felt he had proven to me that he really had changed his old habits and he was ready for our relationship to be taken to the next level. So after discussion, he proposed. And of course, I said, yes. Oh, no, she puts in parentheses. Oh, idiot. (laughs) Me when I talk to myself. (laughs) However, a month later, I had a strong intuition that something was up as he started to act strange. Yeah. I am hardly ever a snooper, but I snooped and again found numerous sexually explicit messages with women. I was devastated. We were engaged and he decided to do this. I ran out on him, but he reeled me back in and I was stupid enough to come back. This was November 2021. The next month was us repairing our relationship. I really wanted proof that this would actually be the last time. My trust was crumbling, and when I flew back to the U.S. in January, I considered breaking it off for good. I was exhausted from his games and started to feel really taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. I also had no trust in him. Every word he spoke sounded like a lie. In February, after a month of working and going to school in the U.S. and finally getting the courage to break it off, I got the positive test. She's prego. Oh, no. This was probably the scariest day of my life. To feel that you are trapped with someone who has been so terrible to you is quite literally the worst feeling. It was a battle in my head. Do I stay and make it work for my baby or should I break it off anyways? I tried to make it work my whole pregnancy. I visited Mexico twice, and both times he showed me that he actually might be changing. I didn't find any evidence pointing to him cheating. He was actually being super kind and wonderful partner. While I was there, he took amazing care of me. He treated me like a queen. I wasn't fully convinced, but my feelings were starting to shift. I had my baby in October. She's my whole world, and all of a sudden, nothing else matters but her. Resentment, resentment, sadness, anger, and all these negative feelings towards him flooded in me after I had her. I couldn't help but think how disgusting it was that he took advantage of such a young girl. Mm -hmm. I felt angry about his actions and behaviors throughout the last three years. I can't help but think how he had ulterior motives the whole time. After a few weeks of thinking, I decided to pull the trigger. We have to separate. He's making it extremely difficult. I mean, how can I blame him? For nine months, I led him to believe that we were okay. He is in love with our daughter, and I truly feel like he wanted to make this work so that we could be a family. He says for the baby, but I can't help but think it's for him. I feel like the bad guy for wanting to separate. How could I separate our potential family? Am I the bad guy for letting things of the past haunt our relationship now? If it were up to me, I would completely cut ties, but how can I make it so that he can feel involved in our daughter's life? Or do I even owe him that? Any advice or thoughts are welcome. I was so scared to write this because I'm so embarrassed. That makes me so sad. I'm going to address that in a second. Please hold. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Writing this out just proves to me how naive and stupid I was. However, I'm hoping that your judgment-free zone remains true with this. Even if you don't read this on the pod, if you read this at all, I am so honored and thank you. Much love, Anonymous. And then she attached a picture of her and her baby. Oh, little peanut. 
She's so Look cute. at her cheeks. Oh, that gets me emotional. Okay. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I have like so many things I want to say and I feel like you are probably the same. I'm infuriated. It just, you know, the more we've talked about this on an episode before, things like gaslighting and grooming and things that come to mind when I hear her story. Mm-hmm. Really were really were not we weren't educated in them when we were no. young. And to our parents slash teachers defense, I don't think they really knew about it either. Yeah. Well when you heard things like that, you you thought more of like really intense Yes. It was versions of that. Very like, scary. Of straight up like grown man with a child, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. but, extremes. But there's so much we know now mm-hmm. about the just terrible toxic cycle of people who like gaslight and are narcissists and like drag people into this whirlwind of a relationship Mm -hmm. that now we know of like signs to watch for and the whole time taylor thanks to taylor swift who wrote all too well right (laughs) seriously not me taking notes listening to the song yeah but like (laughs) i mean even in the cycle of her going back to him, her apologizing, her, like, feeling embarrassed. Like, it just shows how much he was in her mind. Mm -hmm. And that's how they control you. Well, also, he he got in at such a young age. He was teaching her what love is. He was the one that was showing her, like, what a relationship is like that had the ability to, like, coach her into – Essentially, I mean, I, and it sounds crazy, but I, I think he very much so and very bluntly manipulated you into marrying him yes. from a very young age. Yeah. And I think that's why it probably felt so natural because it did start so startlingly yeah. early. Like, it's not like, you know, I have so many girlfriends that are in the dating world right now and it's so easy to spot when someone's being manipulative yeah. because it happens so fast. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, a month later, they've already dove in. That's such an easy, obvious red flag. Yeah. When you've been talking to someone for years and you obviously have never been in a relationship before and you obviously don't know what love is or haven't experienced anything, mm-hmm. it's very easy to trust them. Yep. Because you were a child. Yep. You're trusting. Like yep. everyone is. That's not your fault. That's not 
anyone's fault. Like that's who you are innately as a child. Yeah. And what he did was extremely wrong. But I don't I, I hate that you feel embarrassed because I would have probably done the same thing. Yeah. Like that's why we have to take such good care of our of kids and be yeah. so protective of them because they're vulnerable. And yeah. what he did was was very, very wrong yeah. and manipulative. And I wouldn't be surprised if you're not the only one. No, yeah. And like it's just like for for that whole relationship to be triggered by you guys just meeting mm-hmm. and being family friends and then it like it's just it just shows how much you know if he's going around and he's doing all these like messages with people like he obviously is a guy that gets a high off mm-hmm. of like women wanting him or yeah, being he's getting wanted off on it. and i think um just to go back on what you said I've even noticed and I've just so like you I hate that you feel embarrassed and like mm-hmm. dumb about this. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to share some of my stuff so you understand like all of us have tendencies. If you have a unhealthy start in life to something, whether that's um you, like people even like their relationship with parents when they're younger can affect how their relationships are older, but especially when it's like a romantic first mm-hmm. experience like my first innocent love which I always talk about like you have your innocent love mm-hmm. you know that you don't know any better so you accept anything you get and usually that's the one you get the most hurt of because right. you don't have any walls up you have no boundaries which really this <laughs> this was yours yeah and he's he went straight from like innocent love to all-consuming it was because innocent he, on your end yeah it was very much not so on his part but mine was he kept going back to his previous girlfriend when I didn't know. So mm-hmm. he he forced me into being like the other girl and when I was and I was so young and I didn't understand and so that created this sense in me that I had to earn or prove to someone why they should choose me. Mm-hmm. And I still to this day struggle with that. Like I still struggle in my relationships especially with guys where I can be very performative because my biggest fear is that they're going to choose someone else over me. And mm-hmm. I have to, like, really work to show them that, like, no, it should be me. Like, choose me, mm-hmm. you know? And and I'm in my 30s. And that was when I was in high school. And mm-hmm. I still have effects of that. Because mm-hmm. when you're so young and you're so just raw and vulnerable, those things can stick with you. Yeah. And so – the patterns that you were involved in that you find embarrassing is nobody's fault except his. Mm-hmm. You were taken advantage of. You were forced into the situation. The fact that you withheld from high school things and he's not even around, mm-hmm. like the fact that he had that power from you from that far away just shows how manipulative he was and shows that you owe him absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like he's stolen enough from you. So I feel like you should not be embarrassed at all, but you should realize that you're part of a group of women or group of people in general that have had their like innocence stolen from them mm-hmm. at a young age. And it's heartbreaking. It's and you should so feel you should not feel embarrassed. Like you should feel you should mourn for that younger self of yourself. Yeah. Yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like younger version of yourself a hundred and support her the best way you can yeah i mean that the age that you were at is meant for making mistakes and learning and like doing all of these things but not those kinds of mistakes you're supposed to be like goofing around with your friends not 
in a serious relationship like that. And I'm so sorry he held you back from um, all of the amazing high school experiences. Um, Piggybacking off of Taryn, obviously things dramatically change when you have a kid. I don't have a kid, but I've had plenty of friends that have had kids and everything changes. Like every friend I've ever had is like, nothing matters anymore except for this little baby. I will do everything in my power to protect, to take care of this child. Um, And I think that includes keeping them safe from even their father sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I understand the honestly natural desire to keep your family together. I think that is an instinct that we all have and would love. Um, But that's unfortunately just not the case for a lot of people. And I think in your situation, it's safe to say that you have found yourself in a relationship with a narcissist and a manipulative liar. And I personally wouldn't want any of that near my kid. Yeah, I don't think you need to permanently keep him away. I think he could have visitation. Um, I don't know where you live, so you might want to look into the laws of your state first um, and see like what your options are. But I would go for full custody and I would go for allowing him to visit along, uh, obviously with like a supervised visit. Um, Cause I would want my kid to, to at least know her father. But I don't think as of right now, he has, he has no say in her life and doesn't deserve to have a say because he's honestly trash. And I would keep that as far away from her as possible. Maybe someday. I do believe people can change. I think it's very rare, but I think it's possible. If he can one day show up and be like, I've done this, 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 and this over X amount of time, then sure. Yeah. We can rethink it then. But until then, no, but baby girl is yours and you take very good care of her and surround yourself in a community that can help you do that. Yeah. I mean, also like, I mean, again, like I don't know, we don't know a lot of the details, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're we're just seeing, we just read a very like bullet point list of what's going on. But I mean, I feel like- Did they get married? I I don't know. They're they're, they're just engaged. They were engaged and then she's breaking it off. What's that called legally? If there's a term for you're not married, but you're in a relationship that basically mimics marriage. There's a term. I don't think they've been long enough. I think it has to be like a certain amount of years. But if you're engaged and you have a kid together, that's oh, a certain know. type of. I don't know that. TBD. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Google it. It'll yeah. pop right up. I'm not sure. I mean, I think there's like so, that's why <laughs> I hope that like you can break through the whole like embarrassment part of this because you genuinely need to start talking to people about what's going on because part part of me is like would I even trust this man around a kid with the fact that like he pursued me as a kid that would go into my mind I do think people having babies like does change people like they realize like I gotta get my life together you know Mm mm-hmm I don't know. Like, there's so much, like, up in the air. So I feel like you genuinely need to pull people into your life that you trust their judgment. They know you well. They know him, whatever it is. But with the whole – I've had many friends that have been in relationships that were not healthy. And they had kids and they had that pressure about, oh, I have to keep our family together. But at the end of the day, like when I would talk to them, I'm like, but is it better to have a family unit that is tense and toxic Toxic. or is it better for you to show your kids an example 
of standing up for what's right for yourself and being the healthiest version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't mean that you have to have a toxic relationship with your ex, Mm -hmm. but now we get two Christmases or now we get, you know, like visitations are fun or whatever. I know it's not ideal. It's so common. It is. It is so, so common. Sad, but I feel, it is. but like that—that's just the truth and reality of where we're at. Yeah. And I and I think I agree. I wholeheartedly agree with Taryn. I've had so many friends get divorced and slash listen to what their mom had to put up with or what their dad had to put up with, and the whole time they were like, "Why would you allow the other partner to do that?" And I I think something that people forget is like. Just because they're kids doesn't mean they're dumb. Like they're yeah. aware, even if they can't articulate things, they're absorbing the emotions and they're yeah. witnessing the energy and they're witnessing the anger and you know they're taking all of that in and it still deeply affects them. Oh, a thousand percent. So even at a young age, if they can't fully vocalize like how they're feeling, watching their mom stand mm-hmm. up and take care of them and prioritize them over this facade of a of a healthy, happy family is is setting the bar high and setting the standards high in their own lives yeah. and teaching them what's actually right and what's actually worth pursuing, you know? Yeah. And I think that is so monumental in how you raise your child. Yeah, I mean, you know how I geek out on child development. I'm just going to drop a little nugget. If you didn't know, that's what I do for a living. <laughs> um, but developmentally, children, like young kids, like around two and three, they don't have the ability to pick up on what's going on around them and form their own emotions. Mm -hmm. Developmentally, they look to adults or someone they trust, and then they look at what emotion they have, and then that forms how they feel. Yeah. So if an earthquake happens, I'm looking to an adult, and if they look scared, I'm scared. Yeah. Or if, you know, that's why, like, you'll see, like, if a, say, like, a kid is with their dad and the dad like raises their voice and is yelling at the TV of football game. And then the kid gets scared and starts crying because they feel that emotion and Mm -hmm. it makes them feel scared and or anxiety or whatever. So like if you're, if you're at a place where you're fully focused on your kid, it makes sense why you're starting to get these feelings of like, okay, nothing else matters except her. And I don't want to be around this. Mm -hmm. And I think you're, valid in feeling that you have to do its best if if going into a relationship with him looks like a lot of control a lot of controlling what your decisions are about your kid a lot of um toxic interactions you being miserable that's not going to be good for your kid either yeah so i think if if that's the only thing you have capacity to focus on focus on what's best for her Mm -hmm. and also i mean i heard this there's a saying, and it always gets me every time it, like, gets circled around, but the whole, like, when people tell you who you are, like, listen. Yeah. And I think he's been showing you, like, with the multiple messages you found, with the multiple, like, lies you've caught him in or um, reflecting and the seeing the way he The multiple women that he's you. been talking to? Yeah. Like, there's One no is excuse enough, for that. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like he's. He's told you who he is. And I, f- I, think I feel you like know. he made the decision for you. Yeah. He, actually, I, th- I think he made it a very easy decision. I don't think he should be in your life or the kid's life for a while until he figures his shit out. Like he needs to learn to prioritize you and you alone yeah. and the kid. Like it's it's a very easy decision. Yeah. 
I mean, just the fact it's obviously you your decision so to young. make. Yeah, but like, yeah. Ugh. Oof. Well, oof. <laughs> messy. I think, messy. I think you need to seek people. Mm-hmm. You need to seek out people. Mm-hmm. You need to talk to people. Look into you need child to custody. Be honest with how your relationship started. Yeah. Because if you're embarrassed, I'm sure when you talk about stuff, you're withholding things because you feel dumb. But you need to get rid of that because you are not you were taken advantage of. Like uh, yeah. point blank. And it's very important that you start sorting through your emotions because I mean, you might think that you're in love, but that's not what love actually looks like. Because I don't I don't know what his plan was no. in the beginning, but that's that's not normal. And I but think it's really important that people tell you that. Yeah, that's why there's laws in place like a 14-year-old, 15-year-old kid, like, can't give consent because they don't even know what they're talking about. Like, they're too young to be put in situations like that. So I think... And I love how he he planned it so perfectly right at 18. Like, you were able to go go see him, you know? Like, it's it's really, really manipulative. He planned the whole thing out. To say he didn't is... Yeah. Is a lie. Yeah. So... Um, I really think you should look into therapy too. Yeah. I'm going to throw that out there mm-hmm. because I think the road to healing is going to be hard because I think a lot of realizations are going to come out yeah. of like, oh shoot, like that wasn't normal or yeah. that was not healthy. Yeah. So I think for the I next relationship one process, day. yeah, you've got a lot of processing ahead. But I think you focus on that beautiful baby girl mm-hmm. and and even for motherhood, yeah. Yeah, to get rid of, to, to process all of that and be done with it so that you can clear-headedly be a mom. Yeah. You know? I think even that alone is is a perfect enough reason. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we're sending I feel all of the love to you and your little one. And, you know, if anything, just focus on her. Like, mm-hmm. she's the blessing that came out of, like, this yeah. mess. And yeah. I think... You focus on her and giving her the life and support and protection so that she doesn't end up in a situation like this. You know, yeah. like I think instead of focusing on the bad, we can we can shift to be like, OK, what can I take from this mm-hmm. to make me stronger to face whatever else life has? You know, 100 percent. My dad um, was married before he met my mom and uh, was in just a horrible relationship, really bad, very messy marriage. They ended up getting divorced. He will tell you to this day, his son is the best thing that ever happened to him. Yeah. And that is the one good thing that ever yeah. came out of that uh, relationship. And he thinks God every day that he had and went through that messy relationship because he got him. Yeah. So like, she is your blessing. She's your miracle. And let's fully focus on her yeah. and your guys' relationship. I agree. Oh, we love you. And anybody oh, else I feel who, sick. I just think I think God gives us gut feelings and I just feel like usually when you talk to people they usually people will say, "Yeah, like I just I had a feeling it was wrong or I had a feeling it was off." And I think we don't talk about stuff because we get nervous we're going to like ruin it or like we're so happy in the moment. Yeah. yeah. But that's why, like, the one thing I learned from my past relationship is I was so worried about protecting people's opinion on him mm-hmm. 
that I ended up getting stuck in situations that did so much damage to me later. Yeah. So now, like, I will always tell people, like, it's important to tell people, what do you fight about in your relationship? Like, what bothers you about a person? Like, if something happens and you have, like, a weird feeling, like, that was a weird interaction, go and tell somebody that you Mm -hmm. trust. If it's someone who genuinely loves you, they'll be able to walk through that with you and not just be like, oh, break up with him, but actually talk through it. Yes. But if you have a weird feeling about a person, no matter who they are to you or what their relationship is to you, you need to voice it. Yeah. Because when you start to suppress that intuition that you have, it gets weaker and weaker. Mm -hmm. So you have to, when you feel those feelings, talk to somebody and if you end up in a situation where you're like this isn't right get help like it 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 snowballs faster than you ever imagine yeah so at the beginning with those little tiny things that start to be like "Ooh, that felt weird just if you're in a situation like that talk to somebody you love and trust because Mm -hmm. it's it's always like hindsight that you're like why didn't I say anything you know yeah I agree with Taryn we (coughs) Lesson to be learned from this, talk. Yeah. Share everything. Don't be embarrassed. Even even at like 15, 16, if you had told a friend that you were chatting with a guy who was significantly older in another country that you met years ago and you might go see him, you know, this summer or whenever, like anyone would have been like, oh, and why do you think why do you think that's why people who are narcissistic isolate yep. the people they're with? Yep. I guarantee if we asked her, mm-hmm. did you have friends in high school? She would probably say no. Yeah. Because he was so controlling. Because yeah. people know when they're doing something like sketchy, yeah. I'm gonna isolate you so that you don't so tell you have anybody. No idea. And I, nobody's checking in on you. I had a friend recently who's significantly older than you are. Um, she's more my age, who was in a relationship and she was in it for what, two months? And um, very quickly, I stopped seeing her. I stopped. Yeah. More importantly, I, I know our, our lives are busy and we don't always see each other. I stopped really hearing yeah. from her. And every time I did see her, she was on the phone with this guy. Which. Very polar opposite to her personality. She's a very relational person. Yes. And she would walk into my house on the phone with him and she would hang up and she'd be like, hey, okay, I love you. I'll call you back. And I remember, I remember being like, you said it, you're saying I love you already. Like you just met this guy. But for whatever reason, like we never found ourselves in a conversation about their relationship because it was so new. And then next thing we know, everything escalates. She goes to see him. It's extremely toxic. He's very controlling, very very manipulative. And she got out of it, thank God, and came and then told me everything. But like, if she had told me everything beforehand, I don't think she would have gone to see him. No. Because I would have talked her out of it. Because I would have been like, hey, this isn't normal. This is actually very scary. And I don't want you to go somewhere you've never been before with this person, you know? Yeah. But I was never given that opportunity. Looking back, I wish I would have just been like, I wish I would have been more open to be like, oh, you say I love you already. Yeah. Interesting. Tell me more about it. Nothing, nothing... Um, putting her on the spot or making her feel feel bad because obviously she felt it. She said it. But there's nothing wrong with having a conversation about it. No, and I think that's what, and this is totally going to be a one-story episode. I mean, I I noticed. (laughs) But I really think this is important stuff to talk about because I think 
I don't think people take the responsibility of being a friend as, as serious as they should. Mm-hmm. If I call myself your friend, I should be asking you the hard questions yeah. and I should be okay with realizing if I pursue this pushing and telling you my concerns, you could get mad at me and not talk to right. me. It's a risk. But if I love you, that's worth the risk than me just not saying stuff. A thousand and percent. Especially if you've been told by that person that you are one of their close yeah. friends. There's like acquaintances. Let's be real with ourselves. If you're an acquaintance, it's not it's not your place. <laughs> if you if it has been clearly stated that you are one of their close friends, it is it is actually your duty yeah. to voice your concerns. <laughs> Not to not to change their decision making, but to voice your concerns as a friend and as someone yeah. who loves them. And like I've in conversations I've had, I've said that I've been mm-hmm. like, hey, I always like I just said previously, I always ask my friends in a relationship like randomly. I'll be like, hey, what was your last fight about? And and I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I've had friends that they've told me their last fight. And I've been like, that's a little bit weird. Yeah. And so then I'll just say, hey. You know that I love you and I'm not judging you. I'm not judging him. But like I would love to further talk about like is that something that happens often? Does Mm -hmm. he always control what you're wearing? Does he always, you know, make you feel guilty when you go see your family? Like certain things where I'm like that that's kind of a red flag and Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about it with you. Yeah. And I don't come across judgy. I don't come across harsh but I come across in a way where I say I love you Mm -hmm. and I'm protective of you and it's my job. Like. I take my job as your friend seriously, so I want to talk about it. Yeah. And I think I think sometimes we get so like, uh, that looks messy. I'm just going to stay in my own lane. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's so many situations like our, like Anonymous wrote in that if people were really paying attention, they would be like, that's interesting. She stopped going to all the school events. That's interesting. Yeah. She never wants to hang Why out. Why doesn't she want to go to prom? Why doesn't she want to go to homecoming? Yeah, but we're so wrapped up in our own lives that we just kind of let people do their own thing. But we have to step out and say, hey, I'm just checking in like thing, things seem off. Mm-hmm. Because that's how we care for people and we look out for people. Because yeah. people in those situations, it's very rare that they notice what's going on until it's too late. You know? Yeah, it's, you're too wrapped up in all of the lovey-dovey stuff. Yeah. Especially, I really want to emphasize this, at that age. Yep. I mean, I still get wrapped up in all the lovey-dovey stuff, and I'm 32. Yeah. When I was 15, he was freaking a prince that yep. just <laughs> dropped out of heaven, a Greek god that landed <laughs> in my lap, you know, like, and I'm going, I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. I live, eat, and breathe him. Like, at that age, I just, again, with the whole, like, you feeling embarrassed, they're, they become everything, yep. and you don't have any real, like, responsibilities yet other than school, so you have all this time to really, like, daydream and, like, really, like envision like your life with them and like fall deeply in love with them so it's just it's such a different thing at that age yeah I I can say I'm finally at a place where I can I can separate those emotions and like think more clearly but even even at my age I still get excited and I still get wrapped up in it so you cannot be hard on yourself at that age Ugh, the wild wild story so are, everybody needs to pry into their friends' lives. He and ask is disgusting. All the he sucks. I mean, obviously, we're not telling you what to do, but like we kind of are <laughs> trash. trash. We try not to give like straight up. Do we this, don't do name that. call and trash. we don't know. Again, we don't know the whole story, but I highly, highly recommend 
that you reach out and talk enough. to people and tell them every single detail, mm-hmm. even the ones you're embarrassed about. Because mm-hmm. someone needs someone in your life who knows you and is close to you needs to know all of this so they can help you through it. Yeah. If you have a friend in a similar situation, send them this episode. No, literally. And then text them after you know they've listened to it and be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Just checking in. Would like to have a further talk. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, well, uh, we definitely will be only doing one story because we went way over than we were supposed to. I feel like we've been doing this lately, but like when I, I, I also don't hate it because when mm-hmm. Taryn and I get on a roll, I feel like it's usually for a reason. And, um, hopefully anyone listening to this message message. Sure. Sure. Anyone listening to this story that needed to hear this message, hopefully that all really resonated with you. Yeah. Well, also like that's. I mean, that's been our thing from day one is, like, we talk just straight from our guts, <laughs> our yeah. heart guts. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't want to ever, like, <laughs> shy away from talking about something because we're, like, trying to finish in time or, like, get two stories in. Exactly. We and got all the was, stories. It was a long story. Like, there yeah. was a lot to yeah, unpack to dissect, there. Yeah. And thank you so much, Anonymous, for writing in that story and for all the details because it really helped me form my my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's go ahead and end with a let's do it. a dad joke. I'm having deja vu, but I don't think I've Uh-oh. said this one. Okay, we'll see. Why are piggy banks so wise? I don't know why I said it was such like inflection. <laughs> uh, wise piggy banks are wise because. I don't know. Because <laughs> they're filled with common sense. Oh, that's so, that's a good one. Okay, that's a good one. Thanks, Ash. Um, guys, you already know the drill. If you made it to the dad joke, we love you the mostest. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Be sure to follow us on YouTube. We record every single episode and not for nobody, for you guys. So if you want to see us while we do our little advice, then uh, check us out on YouTube and if you're sitting on a story or you have some advice that you need, write us. <laughs> write us. Send us. Stop what you're doing. An email. Write us. As a, a very detailed description of what you're going yes. through. Also, if I could just throw in a little, like, <laughs> little thing. I would love, like, your age. I would love, like, the state that you live in. Just yeah. descriptors to help me form a better idea of what we're, of what we're talking about. It's very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does because like I wanted I the whole time I wanted to know how old he was. Yeah. I mean I obviously I feel like it was obvious that he was over eighteen. Yeah. It felt very um, obvious. But I was like, I was picturing like mid to late twenties. Yeah. Um so yeah, we love all the, the deets. Yeah. Okay. Send it send in the details. <laughs> send the deets. Um and yeah, we love you the most. We'll talk to you guys uh in the next episode, which hopefully we get to two stories. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> No promises. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.